Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' brand new A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Welcome to the weekend. It is Klein Alley Show on a Friday morning. This hour will be very much worth your while. We'll get into a little round of Johnny Doesn't Know. All things comics, superheroes, etc. As we get ready for LA Comic Con. Starts today, runs through the weekend. Give you a uh, some tickets to our show tonight. We'll be there. Ali and I will be there live from 7 to 9 doing a uh, variety, a live variety show of sorts. It'll be a variety mix of awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, but there's also music from Alex Sucks and Wolves of Glendale, and there's guests like Eric Bauza and Gaeta and Logic. So there's kind of a, it's a grab bag. It's and a revolving. stand-up comedy. No, I think we're not doing that. Jake has been trying to let us give him five minutes to go up there and wow the crowds oh. at Comic-Con. Let him do that one boner joke. The origin kills. story. You know, that actually would work. In that because room? Because it's about, wasn't it about... Uh, Mary Jane. Spider-Man? Yeah, Mary Jane. All yeah. right, Jake, you can come up and do one joke. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, we'll do 10 so, seconds of stand-up I with Jake the Nerd. Instant regret. <laughs> The I'll joke bong that it has even... but a four-minute setup. <laughs> Great. Oh, no. Just, just, just like this show. All right, well, that'll be happening at the LA Convention Center later. If you'd like to go, we'll get you some tickets this hour. Three-day three, day, three uh, day passes. So you can go all weekend and hang out with all the big stars that'll be there. 323 um, said this nerd story that you just t- talked about with the emoji really got me thinking that we got to bring bullying back. I think I agree. I'm a big fan of bringing back bullying. <laughs> no, no, but, guys, bullying's bad. But I think there's a way to do it in a, in a more effective way. Like, I don't think bullying just for the sake of bullying, but bullying for a cause. That's <laughs> bullying what I'm get- with purpose. That's what I'm getting behind. Yesterday, Omar brought up an interesting conspiracy theory on the show that had to do with his mother-in-law and a secret recipe that she was sabotaging, wasn't giving it to relatives. So many people called about a variety of similar situations going on in their families. Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to listen live yesterday to the show, but I heard the segment where you guys were talking about family recipes, and it just got me thinking about something that happened with my family. It seemed like my grandma always made the best chocolate chip cookies, and as a kid, I remember helping her with them. She had the recipe written down on a cookbook. Over the years, we ended up writing down the recipe from her cookbook. Now, something that happened to me was I lost the recipe at one point, and one of the ingredients... By the way, a lot of pressure. If you're the one person that's holding the family whatever and then you lose it, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone in the family will forever hate you. Yeah, it's probably like an old cursive. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like Usually written on like an old one of those dumb like recipe cards. Yep. I think my mom has a box somewhere in the kitchen that has like stuff that's written on like parchment paper from like Aww. her mom. It's, like on tre- it's almost like treasure maps. Yeah. And everything's written down like weird things. It'll be like, you know, nine, nine pinches of... Uh, 
like uh, you don't even know. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> you can't even name anything. Doesn't exist anymore. Can't think of salt, huh? Nah, not salt. <laughs> it happened to be butter flavor Crisco, and on the butter flavor Crisco, there's instructions on how to make cookies. That literally is the same exact recipe that I follow. Ah, so my grandma stole. had written down in her cookbook the butter flavored Crisco recipe. I learned that years <laughs> after making cookies with my grandma so over the span of time. Just had to share that with you guys. Have a good rest of the day. Stolen recipe. She's yeah, like, but I'm it's also how down. you make it. No, no, but once again, it's interesting that this guy's thinking grandma's got this recipe, and then they realize she just <laughs> lifted it off the back of butter flavored Crisco. They're always basic as F. They are. They, you're yeah, absolutely right. True. But I'll tell yeah. you what, like we learned yesterday, lard. Makes everything better. Yep. So yep. that would make sense. Bring why back. There's uh, something happening that you'll probably see this weekend that we need to put a stop to immediately. We'll get to it next on K-Rock. STP, K-R-O-Q. We are calling Ellie's show on a Friday morning. Now you're all caught up. It's a very polarizing topic, and you will definitely either fall on one side of the table. And I say that very intentionally because... It has become a problem now that has, I think, reached new heights. And that is the uh, couples that decide to sit on the same side of the table at a table that was originally built for, you know, basically to sit across from each other at a restaurant. And then they decide to go ahead and try to cozy on up and sit next to each other. Are you lambasting same booth people? Same side booth people? Same side booth people are maybe the worst people on the planet. And that's not just me speaking, Allie. That is wait staff that are other diners because they throw off the whole equilibrium. Now, yes, there are some restaurants. I would make the exception. There are some seating arrangements. There are some setups that it frankly doesn't matter if you decide to sit across from each other or next to each other. But a lot of places are set up in a way where once you decide, let's go ahead and not do what everyone else is doing. Let's be that salmon going upstream here as we order the salmon on the same side of the table. And it throws off the whole balance of the restaurant. Yeah, but how much does it really throw off? Because I was a server for a while, and I... I, I you are... It definitely catches your eye, like, oh, that couple's sitting on the same side. It's kind of weird. But it doesn't really change the way that you're serving them. And there are some tables at places that are, like, you know, chain restaurants. Those booths are huge. Okay. And the, t- the table is enormous. Right. I feel very different. If you get... If, if one of these people gets two people for dinner, like, well, we have one table left, and it's definitely meant for nine people. And yeah. you'd be sitting, like, uh, you know, like that scene in Batman where they're completely at opposite ends of that long table. Exactly. Then I could see there being some sort of a, a switcheroo or a move. But I'm talking about the fact that the servers have noticed that the people that sit on the same side usually spend a lot less less time eating to get through the meal and a lot more time talking and getting to know each other and as a result what's wrong with that well they want to do another turn on the table i mean they're you know they want to get more money in there they want to get more tips in there and yeah, go pe- to the freaking park if you want to do that nonsense I'm thank you go to, the park after to walk off the meal Allie, you are <laughs> if if you are a pro same cider the other thing that you don't understand you're doing is you're taking all the other people that are sitting there like you know following quote the rules of the restaurant and we're looking at our relationship as we sit across the table from each other going, do we not love each other as much as that those people over there? Because they're mm-hmm. sitting on top of each other's lap on that booth. Yeah. And Those it, people ma- are totally, hey, look at me people. They they really are, Omar, right? But yeah, I, I think totally, they, they don't want to be, hey, look at me. They want to just cuddle up in the booth and just not, re- they just want to have their own time. It's like the people that no. make out in the movie theater. The and people, it's easier wanna... It's easier to share when, you have, uh, when you're have when you on the same side of the booth. If how you're, is that easier what? to share? Because then you have to keep passing. Oh, I'm gonna pass that tiny plate, and oh, I'm and gonna pass you. But it's also harder to eat because your elbows have no room. 
It's ludicrous if you're sitting sitting on the same side. Wait, wait, listen this, to this. I'm going to explain how how stupid this is in a way that even you'll understand, Allie. We were at, waiting to go to a restaurant one time, and there's a long wait for a table. And they said, well, you can sit at the bar right now. And my wife said, I don't want to sit at the bar. It's like we're sitting right next to each other. We can't even look at each other. I love sitting at the bar. So she, she starts with that whole thing. And I said, all right, fine. We'll wait for the table. We finally get the table. We get one of these tables. Perfectly fine to sit across from each other. And she goes... Oh, why don't you come in here? I feel like I'm all by myself. And I go, what the hell? We could yeah. have done this at the bar an hour and a half ago. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what are we doing here? It's I just... love sitting at the bar because but... you feel like you can sit next to each other and have like a little arm around each other. But then you also have a third party that can potentially break up the conversation. It's great. Oh, really? Yeah, the uh... bartender. The oh, bartender's like a party of three, baby. Oh, you like bringing that guy in to like break things up? Like me no, and that's Katie's idea. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> we ended up talking. We had a date night uh, last weekend, and we ended up talking to the bartender for an hour. Right. This poor bartender. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Did he know he was on a date? <laughs> he didn't realize. <laughs> bartender said it was the worst date of his life. Yeah, he was getting to third base and didn't even know. So, wait a minute. Are you uh, always a pro same-sider? Always. I don't always do same-side, but I'm saying I don't think it really matters the way you think it matters. And and I think in those situations where it's a booth and nobody's around and it's a big booth, go on the same side so you can have a nice date night together and put, you know, and talk next to each other. I also don't like the shouting across the table. Shouting? What is going on here? What, what, kind of, what size table are you at normally, <laughs> Seriously. Allie? Seriously. What, do they see you and assume it's a party of six? <laughs> it's just you? Sometimes. Dylan, I, you're on K-Rock. What's up? Hey, guys. Hi. Um... I have to say, last night I was at a restaurant, and I think it's a gateway drug. As soon as you're sitting on the same side of the table, these people last night were feeding each other, too. Oh, yeah. It's yep. much harder was, to do that when you're oh on opposite sides. No, but you know what, Dylan? You're right. Once you're on the same side, yeah. it does feel like it quickly uh, moves into this weird thing where you're just in someone else's weird uh, uh, mukbang video or something. <laughs> You don't want a part of that at all. Right. Five six two said, "I um, hated it." Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Good same for you. side sitters are the worst. Meanwhile, another person said, "Me and my boyfriend sit on the same side all the time because we like being closer to each other when we're on a date night." And I could not possibly care less if it throws off the restaurants for the forty-five minutes of time there. Well, here are the people that are affected by it. Supposedly, the uh, waiters, the wait staff don't like it because it, usually these people take longer at the table. Then, then the people that are waiting for a table are annoyed because they got to wait even longer because they go, "I don't know." This last couple, they ordered coffee an hour and a half ago, or they're eating dessert. But they're just sitting there, just rubbing each other's legs for a while. There's that whole weird thing. And then the reality is, like, if you do live with this person, let's just say hypothetically, this is not an early relationship thing. This is someone you live with. You have your entire, you go go home and sit on a chair together next to each other. What yeah, are we doing? Yeah, sure, we'll do that too. Oh, it's insanity. 626 said, my wife always wants to sit next to me at the restaurants. And when I tell you I've been together with this woman for 20 years, the farther the better. Yeah, you gotta get. In fact, that's a greater, that's a better idea. We got the same side thing. Here's different the, sections, please. Different sections. <laughs> that's the future. K Rock Klein Alley Show. I did not realize so many people would have such heated opinions based on this topic. This also it seems to go past restaurants because someone on the text line said, "My wife got us a bench seat for our home dinner table." that we could sit on the same side together and be as close as possible. Oh, my God. After one week, I moved to a normal chair that's on the side because there's no effing room. That's the whole concept, and I would argue, and some people have made the point on the text line, if you're a same-sider, it would depend sometimes on what was ordered, maybe if it was some sort of a community thing, but the reality is, unless you've got little tiny T-Rex arms, you should be able to reach at a platter that's in the middle of the table if you're splitting something, and the concept of pushing a plate back and forth isn't that 
taxing. It shouldn't be that difficult yeah, to do. Yeah, but then if you do want to be physically affectionate, you have to do the whole, like, hold hands across the table thing, which well, just looks all be, weird. Why do you need to be physically affectionate Because you're, you're on eating. a date night together. Look, I'm... I would make the one argument, I guess the one time I would potentially go against my own word here is you sit, you eat, you have your drinks. Maybe you sit together at the bar first next to each other for a drink, so then you're next to each other. Then you go to the table. You separate by all of three feet for the meal. Oh, God, how can you be apart that long? And then maybe after the meal is eaten, I could see the one move, and this is the one time I will say I've seen it and I'm okay with it. When the dessert comes. Oh, no. Now, no, 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 you no, move. No. You move. Now you're talking about switching. You move. That, that, that to- totally throws a server off. These people were across, and now they're on the same side. Yeah, what the hell's going on? If you ordered one dumb thing, like one lava cake to split or something like that, you just move over there, and then you sit next to each other for the end of the meal. It, it, the whole thing. I, I don't want to move in the middle of the meal just after I ate. I want to stay where I where I started. 909 said, I'm served for 10 years. Same side does nothing to confuse any good wait staff. 818 says, uh, this is getting really bad. The other day they sat us at a table that was clearly meant for across the table, but they put us on the same side anyway. I said to the waiter, can you bring me a chair, please? So now I think they're trying to maximize space by forcing people to be same-siders. Right. You, you know have me. two I, couples on same side. I don't have Fill good, four people I, in the booth. Some people look better. Better profile than than front on face. I look. T- I have terrible profile. Oh, I, time I, face too. Ter- yeah, but okay. Yeah. Thank you, Jake. But which my, angle's the good one? I don't have a good angle. The top of the head. If they could seat the person above me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> looking down look at on all my that hair. head, that Ooh, would be. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows good. what's under there? It could be something there. Hey, what's up, Heidi? Yes. Hey, what's going on? Hey. I've been married a long time, and my husband, if there's a TV in the restaurant, he will find it. So if we don't sit on the same side, it looks like he's looking behind me, like not paying attention. So I prefer to sit on the same side with him. Uh, he will look past you onto whatever's on the TV. Yes. And so, I'm like, what are you looking at? I'm constantly finding myself turning around. Like I know those people, and sometimes it's TVs, or sometimes it's just people that are constantly people watching, and it does feel like if you sit across from them, you're always mm-hmm. missing something fascinating happening behind yeah, you. Yeah, but on the other side, if if you both want to watch a game or whatever, you sit on the same side, so you got the same angle of the TV. Yep, there you go. And then sometimes those restaurants, they have different TVs, so I'll be watching a commercial and talking about it, and he's watching something else, and there's a disconnect. Yeah, there's a disconnect, all right. Jen on K-Rock, hello. Hey, I have very strong feelings about the same side seating. Pro or con, Jen? <laughs> Look, I like see my boyfriend once a week. Once a week because we live in different cities. I want to get as close as possible, as much as possible. We actually turn the table so we have our space. Wait a oh, minute. Oh, man. That, same side. Hold on. That's an aggressive move. You will sit, you'll, be at, you'll, you'll be in a restaurant and you'll turn the table. You do the whole... <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. They must love you. <laughs> They don't, but that's okay. Hi, welcome back, Jen. Got a feng shui, this cheesecake factory real quick. (laughs) If you'd like to win yourself some tickets to L.A. Comic Con or just want to prove you know more than Postmaster Johnny, now's the time to give us a call. 800-520-1067. We got a little round that Johnny doesn't know to get to in a moment. All things comic books, and we'll do it next on K-Rock. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, K-Rock on a Friday morning. Does that make you feel confident, Allie? No, it makes me feel terrible. Does, Johnny uh, walked in and went, what the F is wrong with your eye, dude? Yeah, it looks really <laughs> bad, right? Because uh, it's all pink. Like, yeah, because it's pink eye. Pink, I wouldn't get too close to her. Allie's got yeah, the pink yeah, eye. No, but, uh, you should get it because once you, once you get it, then you're, you know, it's like uh, chicken pox. Yeah, you know? you're you like immune. No, man, yeah. when I was a preschool teacher, I avoided that thing so quickly and I never got it. And you, I'm were, still you were a preschool you teacher? You taught children? That was my what? first job, yeah. No way! Yeah. Johnny, are you sure you weren't a part of the class? And they no. said you were a teacher. No. No. You're going to be teacher for a day. No. This is my first job. I'm just because you're taller and 20 years older than all the other kids doesn't mean just you're Just because you teacher. lead a line to the playground doesn't mean you're taller. Uh, I was a preschool teacher for what? three to five year olds. Yep. What did you teach them? What did they teach you? I, I fed them. I read to them. I played with them. I was Come like, on. I was like a god on the playground, dude. They would. Johnny look. would be the best, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, he is, he's he, got that vibe. Because he is a playground. My, my he's kids, like this tall, my, gangly playground. Yeah. My kids met Johnny briefly, and they love the guy. They yeah, I can love see that. Him. I can he's, see that. Yeah. But they're both girls. Of course, he's got that effect. No. Uh, he's, he's the Riz master, so I get it. All right. Well, uh, tonight, we're going to be at LA Comic Con. Uh, guests for our live show include our house band, Wolves of Glendale. They're hilarious. They'll be great. Eric Bowser the voice of so many of your Looney Tunes characters. Rapper Logic will be with us. Mm -hmm. The uh, K-Rock band, local band, by the way, Alex Sucks, will be uh, doing some live songs for us. Gata from Dave. Scott Rogowski, a.k.a. The Quiz Daddy from HQ Trivia, will be joining us to uh, run some audience members by a 
super quiz to prove that you are super smart and deserve to be a Comic-Con and clown from Slipknot, plus some surprises we have in store for you as well, and prizes all over the place. So if you want to stop by, we'll be there from 7 to 9 tonight doing the live show on the main stage. Uh, that is called uh, Friday Night Live until we get sued and have to change the name. Meanwhile, Comic-Con will be happening all weekend at LA Convention Center, and we've got some three-day passes for you right now with this exciting comic book edition of Johnny Doesn't Know. Johnny Doesn't Know. And I was like, okay. Oh, Johnny Doesn't Know. I didn't know Vegas was like in Nevada for like a while. Johnny doesn't know. Johnny doesn't know. Gelato sounds like Jello. Johnny doesn't know. It like goes. Wiggles. All you have to do on the phone is predict whether or not Johnny will know the answers to these relatively simple questions about all things comic and comic book culture. We were getting ready for the uh, event this weekend. We were just talking in the back office, and we'd mention things, and Johnny would be like. What is that? And we're like, what do you mean, what is that? Super Superman or Superwoman. He's like, there's no Superwoman. We're like, yes, yes, there is, dude. He, he just, He's like, if there's a Superwoman, then you're, what are you telling me? That there's also a Wonder Woman? Yeah. And we're, we're like, like yeah, yeah, there so is he, also. He doesn't know a lot. So I would vote no, but it's up to you. Everyone who gets theirs right, give you some tickets to join us at LA Comic Con. Let's start with Paul. Paul, good morning, sweet tibbets. Good morning, sweet David. Let's do this. All right, Johnny boy. Uh, what is Batman's butler's name? Will Johnny know the answer to this question? It's a pretty easy question, I would think. If you've the, seen any Batman movie, you would know. Uh, do you think Johnny will know this, yes or no, Paul? No, he won't. For sure he won't. All right, he's locked in on you. Will not know. Johnny, uh, Batman's butler. What's his name? Um... See, I've seen Batman, but, like, I don't ever recall them, like, referencing the butler's name. Or, like, like he didn't have a superpower, did he? Like, he wasn't one of the guys. He had a super butt. Johnny, is that a serious question? <laughs> when in the movies did they ever say his damn butler's name? All the time. Every time. Every movie. No. Every movie He's like every a show. staple in the Batman series. Mm. I mean, even if you didn't know it was Batman's butler, if you were just to guess the name of, of a butler, any butler, I feel like this would be the name you'd go with. Maybe George. <laughs> George is like, that's like a typical butler name. You think Batman's George? butler's name is George? Is he English too? Let's make him you English. You go with like Jeeves? You know? My name is Jeeves. Oh, yeah. Jeeves is a good one. Actually, you know what? Let's go with Jeeves. Thank you, Omar. Right. Jeeves, final Paul, answer. Uh, <laughs> Paul, you got that correct. I uh, never heard of that's Alfred. What's his name? Alfred? Alfred? Never heard of Alfred, Alfred the Butler? Oh, no. Never. That's not a name. It's That's it. not a name. <laughs> what are you talking Howard, about? I didn't know we could argue about whether that was uh, a name. Alfred? You've never heard that? It's like those parents that name their kids Tuesday or something like that. No, it's not, dude. <laughs> Who the hell names their kid Alfie, Tuesday? Alfred? That's a name. That's a real name. Never met anybody named Alfred. It's an old British guy name. Like Douglas? No, sure, not at all. But not. So, all right, moving on. <laughs> all right, uh, Paul was uh, correct in predicting you would not know. We move on. It's Johnny Doesn't Know. It's the comic edition. Let's go to Lily in Thousand Oaks. Give you a shot at winning some tickets and uh, proving you know more than Johnny. All right, you ready to go, Lily? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I feel like these questions are almost too hard now based on that. <laughs> oh, come on, What man. is uh, Superman's home planet? Will Johnny know this one? No. Yeah. I mean, this is, once again, I don't consider myself any sort of a comic book aficionado or but nerd. But you know it. These ones are, to me, like, base level easy. But, Johnny, she like, says... Like, if you, these superheroes had a dating profile, all this stuff would be the first line on there. Be, I think most people know this. They don't even know comic books. Uh, Superman's home planet. I'll have you know, his, hometo his hometown is uh, Kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's from. Johnny, you're so confident in your answer. Say it again. 
He's from Kryptonite. <laughs> he's from Kryptonite. What are you guys laughing That's at? Not right. <laughs> yes, it is. Really, Where is he from? Krypton. A same thing. No, man. it's not the same. Krypton, thing. No, because Kryptonite is a crypt. Kryptonite, Kryptonite is the him. stuff. Yeah, it's the stuff are that can kill him. Are you serious? Did you just <laughs> say he's a crypt? It's he's the a crypt. same he's thing. He's a crypt. <laughs> he's a crypt. He's yeah. in Kryptonite. All right. That's not. That's not right. Yet that's again. Where he, that's, Hold on, yeah. Lily. You're uh, also correct. Moving on. It's Johnny uh-huh. Snow, the Comic Edition. Hey, Mark. Did you know the answer to both those first questions? I would imagine you did. They're pretty simple, right? Yes, I'm a comic guy, so okay. I know. He's these. a comic guy. Come on, of course he's going to know this. All right, will Johnny know the answer to the question number three now? And uh, here we go. Let's hear it. Johnny, whose famous line is, it's clobbering time? It's clobbering time. Who says... Uh, he doesn't know. Yeah, he won't know. He that. doesn't know this. Yeah, I thought it was too hard of a question, actually. I mean, it's not. I don't ha- know the answer to this one. Really? If she doesn't know, it's got to be a toughie then. Well, it's, it's, that, he says you will not know. Who says it's clobbering time? Um, what movie is he from? I'm not saying. I'm not. Is it a he or she? I'm not saying who or said they. It. It's uh, a they. It's Go a they. on. It's what Allie says every time she's in front of a sandwich. <laughs> it's a they. And sex. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's clobbering time. I'm thinking of a big guy, but he can't be one of the big guys, because Hulk's is Hulk Smash. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know any other big guys though. Sound it out, Johnny. What do you mean? It's clobbering time? There's no way to sound it out. No, don't. I don't know any other. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't Just keep doing that. I don't, <laughs> I don't mean stretch out the word, dude. I, I mean, what sound, are you referring to? I don't. I just told you that's so the only you, big character I know. So you don't know. No, on clobbering time. I've never heard anybody say that uh, on a playground. You want to tell them who said who says that, Mark? The thing. Yeah. The, the thing. who? The oh. thing. Who the hell's the thing? The thing. Who again? Who is the from thing? the Fantastic Four? The Fantastic. Four. That movie came out like twenty years Dude, ago. It, 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 and it was it, not a good one either. All right, listen to me. It's not about. We're not judging the. Hold on one second, Mark. We'll see you at Comic Con. Thanks for winning, Johnny. Um, these are terrible questions, by the way. They're not terrible <laughs> these questions. Are so hard. That's a good question. Uh, that was not a good question. Jake loved the question because it was the most niche question. I'm going to ask you. I thought it's really not even that niche, guys. I would have gotten no, that. No, I don't, I don't think it's niche. I mean, that's a pretty well known. Roberto. This is your next question for Johnny. It's the, it's the comic edition of Johnny Doesn't Know. Uh, I just told you about The Thing. He's part of the Fantastic Four. I guess. I'm going to tell, tell you th- two other people in the Fantastic Four. You just have to give me the fourth one, okay? Okay. Mr. Fantastic, the Human Torch, and this type of woman. Will Johnny know? Roberto. No, he doesn't know. All right. He says, you will not know. I just gave you three out of the four, really three and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's he true. He says, you will not know. Which type of woman is the, the Fantastic Four? I remember it was Jessica Alba because she was beautiful in that movie. Beautiful. I mean. But what? <laughs> Prime 2004, 2005, wait, wait, Jessica I'm not, Alba? I'm not, but once again, <laughs> Jessica Alba. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. <laughs> no, we're not arguing that she I'm was hot in 2004. Jessica Alba's hot. But what? She still is. She's what, amazing. She what, is. What, what was she? I think we should give Johnny the point. No, we're yeah, not. Come she's on. hot. She's no. very hot. Jessica Alba's hot. She's beautiful. What type of woman is in the Fantastic Four? A brave woman, dude. That's a, that's a strong woman. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Really? You said she's an invisible woman. So invisible woman is in, is the name, right? I didn't say that. Do they call her that on the battlefield? Like, <laughs> invisible woman. No. Oh, right. Somehow, Roberto, I'm sorry, Johnny. 
Is that right? You that got, right. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Got it, dude. <laughs> yes, sir. Brave woman. God, Woo. why would they make someone so hot, so invisible? That's what I'm saying. That's really, <laughs> you, you really. <laughs> that's why that movie anyone, flopped. Could have given Allie that role if she was an invisible <laughs> woman. Fine, Allie show. Omar there, Jake the Nerd over there, Postmaster Johnny, you just heard the former school teacher. Someone said any kid who was taught through Postmaster Johnny <laughs> should immediately be given a refund for whatever they paid for that school. Oh, my God. I don't disagree, by the way. And uh, we, we thought but about... I think between four and five is like, that's perfect. That's hey, perfect age range for Johnny him. has suggested a few times that like on those days when it's really annoying where like people have to go to work but kids have the day off that we just turn the back office here into some sort of like a daycare system where anyone, any listener that wants to go to their job or has to just drops their kid off and Postmaster or John, they'll sit back there and play with them. And Vanessa's like the size of a child. So like, I feel like they could get along too because they wouldn't yeah, even be intimidated. because they'll just think she's one of them. Yeah, Vanessa, you could be like a, one of those narc childs like in 21 Jump Street. <laughs> like rat out the other kids. <laughs> this kid brought peanuts. I know what's up. Let's get to your news right now. Then we'll give you some tickets to the sold out show and lots to get to as we roll through a Friday edition of the Klein Alley Show. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. I'm actually reading this handcuffed to a radiator. Help me. All right, so porch pirating is something that you always need to look out for this time of year. Everyone's Black Friday and Cyber Monday packages are beginning to arrive. But something else to be aware of. Thieves are going above and beyond this year. And new trend that they are seeing is the dinnertime robbery. Several that cases of getting robbed at dinner time have been reported where intruders will break into homes between 6 and 8 p.m., when people are believed to be out to dinner for the night. Oh, I thought... And one... I didn't realize this was actual robbery. I thought this was when someone, like, gets up from the table and someone at a different table, like, grabs some fries off their plate. <laughs> no. This is so much more... You think it's just people <laughs> stealing food That's from what each I, other? Yeah, I thought when you said dinnertime robbery... You're I, like, ah, cool. I was like, I, I want some of that clam chowder. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, every once in a while, you do see someone that leaves a plate... Uh, or they get, they leave the table and then the waiter brings the food and drops it off and no one's there and it's an unattended platter and you're like they'll never what? notice if an onion ring is gone. <laughs> like I always think that. Klein, that's sad that you think that. It is. So sad. you're at a table watching somebody else's onion rings going. He'll never know. Yeah, I think that <laughs> everyone thinks that. I don't think about that at all. Most people think that. I think that's strange. Um, anyway, uh, the one of the latest ones happened locally this week where thieves broke into somebody's home while they were out at dinner and they were able to get $150,000 worth of valuables before the family came back. And let me just say, if you raided my house for as long as you wanted to, you would never find anywhere close to $150,000 worth of valuables. I always think that, too, when I hear these stories about like how much stuff they got away with. And, and I'm like, and what was in that house? That sounds amazing. I, but I also feel like maybe the people, because they know insurance is going to get involved, that's when they start. Right. They're like, it was $11 billion. Right. I don't know. They're like, oh, how will I ever recover collection? it? <laughs> well, I can't believe they took all the fabric. My rare eggs. guitars. Because if if you know your house gets broken into, you know, you got to do the insurance claim and this and that. And sometimes it's sad when you realize that the stuff that was taken is only worth about 50 bucks. Yeah. So you and have they to do the whole, like, depreciation thing. Right, right. You got to be like, oh, yeah, that TV. How big was the TV they took? Um, for a <laughs> oh, million? Oh, no, my inches? original Monet. <laughs> right. You what gotta, will I do? So that's why when I hear these numbers, I assume they've already been skewed yeah, for the insurance. that makes sense. All right, it's the holiday season, obviously, and there are many holidays to celebrate, but let's not forget the one that is very important and often gets overlooked, and that is it's Festivus season, y'all. A Festivus for the rest of us. It's a holiday that was created 26 years ago from Seinfeld. Frank Costanza suggested giving yourself the time and the space to complain about the people, the places, the things around you that have annoyed you this year, and also the general hustle and bustle of the holiday season and air your grievances. Like the concept of 
coworkers who leave unused time on the microwave. What am I going to do with the 13 seconds that you've left me? Or the concept of tell us how you did from every single company sending you an email going, please just tell us how we did. Tell us how we did. Leave me alone. I don't need to tell you how you did with every single thing that I've experienced in my life. It's very tiring. The companies have gotten super thirsty for compliments, huh? Oh, my God. Don't forget to tell us how we did. The the problem is all these companies felt like pressured into hiring a third-party company to, you know, report back on how their customers truly feel about them. And it's the third-party company. Company that gets aggressive with the surveys. Yeah. How do well, we and do? also, like, what's in it for me? Exactly. I, I'm not going to, every single transaction I ever have, even if it takes two to three minutes, whatever, five minutes, that is a huge waste of time if you add it up at the end of the year. Of course. And it, I understand it's important for people to know, like, what their customer experience is like, but my God, you have to, you have to get, give me a couple of bucks or I, something. I do feel bad because when you do actually get someone on the phone and you're talking to them and they go, hey, do you mind hanging out and doing a quick survey at the end of this? I always go, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you and know, I'm like with conviction. And yes, within, absolutely. Within a tenth of a second of their last goodbye, I'm gone. Well, it's because once the transaction's complete, you forget about it. Yeah, but also... It's out of your mind. It's done. I understand it's good for them if they get a bunch of, like, you know, tens or whatever. You know, you did good service, etc. But, like you said, you've solved whatever problem I called with, or you didn't. Yeah. I gotta go. I, uh, this what, is where the relationship ends. Recently, I was dealing with insur- an insurance company, and they were like, "Tell us how we did." And I was like, "Actually, not that great." I like filled out, you know, uh, so like that's the, the people it wasn't like great. you. And no then they started calling me yeah. over and over and you over again, win. and I was like, "Why did I do this? Yeah. I don't want to really get into why the service was bad. It just was. Can we move on?" All right, a new study has been done on the driving habits of people in America. They basically did a poll, and they asked a bunch of drivers to kind of rate how they drive and whether it's good driving, distracted driving, etc. This was done by AAA, and they have released the results. And what percentage of people do you think have uh, admitted to either distracted or aggressive driving? Well, before I answer, I will say that I almost crashed into another car two days ago because there was a rainbow in the sky, and I was trying to look at the rainbow. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself as I slammed on the brakes it's a the second. the gayest car accident story I ever. Know. It's bumper to bumper. Just bumper. Oh, my God, a rain up. And I, uh, I, someone, I caught that. It was like some weird rainbow in like, uh, I saw in the valley, but I guess you could see it all over the place. It was like over Dodger State. I think there was a double rainbow. It was had. a double rainbow, yeah. And I almost crashed my car trying to look at it. And I was thinking to myself, that's the dumbest thing. Uh, that is as distracted. And then, and then when I didn't see the rainbow, I was looking at pictures on my phone while driving <laughs> and almost crashed again. So, so oh, yes, all of us are distracted, 100%. They said more than 30% of drivers admitted to distractive or aggressive driving and i'm like 30 percent that is not true it's got to be 80 or 90 percent of people have distracted driving in some way i sit at a red light it's every and day. the 10 percent is just old people yeah i look at cars to the left of me and to the right of me everyone everyone's on, the on phone. their phone every single person never and then, see a person on and then phone. you when that you can tell how their driving changes when they're done looking at their phone because it'll be like, oh, I'm going 65, 65, I'm swerving into different lanes, and then all of a sudden I'm doing 80. Yeah, 80 right. and cutting through, and then once but you are getting to a different lane, you go back on your phone, you're back to 65 and swerving. Did, did the law change? Are cops not able to pull you over if you're on your phone now? Is that- uh, I think they are, but I think it's like a lot of things. They're, uh, they're too busy with other stuff that they don't oh, do. Yeah, yeah, like no if they pulled right, everyone right, over right. for texting or being on It'd their phones, st- it would, there would be no cars on the road. But right. I figure we'd be so rich because all the, the you know tickets they would hand out. Yeah, LA they would should make, have a squad uh, just uh, dedicated to that. They don't have enough people, I don't think. Here's the, the reality of it is Ali's right, though. When I am texting and driving, which I know is not a good thing. I mean, I, you I, text I, and drive? 
Dude, most oh, people do I don't do even it. do that. I do. That's, and, that's where I draw the line. And because Omar, I almost got into an accident. Not, not text, oh. sorry. <laughs> scroll, scroll and drive, whatever. I am very careful as a driver when I do that. But when my phone is away, like <laughs> I always said. <laughs> yeah, when, when I phone, now you have two phones, dude. Yeah. You're double yeah. dangerous yeah, now. double baby. the scrolling, baby. Another, double the lanes. <laughs> now I got no hands to the wheel anymore. This is a new hour of the show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.